Hi everyone and welcome to Simple Marketing Academy. My name is Jill and I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about work overload for small business owners and how to handle and fix that problem very inexpensively. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jill Fox and I'm the owner of Fox Social Media. And my company has been helping businesses, practices, and brands to both market and grow online for the past 10 years now. And I am so excited to have Simple Marketing Academy so that I can help very small business owners learn how to market and grow and do it very simply, easily, and cost efficiently themselves. So let's get started. My guest today is Brian Kearney, owner of Awesome Pros, and I will let him introduce himself to all of you. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Simple Marketing Academy podcast and YouTube show. I'm so glad you're here. Um, your timing couldn't be better because I've hit the point that when you and I talked about this, where I really need help, yet I can't afford to pay U.S. wages. So um, you were very helpful to me. So I would love for you to share with my audience um, information about how they can also get help without having to pay U.S. wages and get really good help to get them um, some more time so they can work on their business instead of in their business. And first of all, can you please tell everyone a little bit about you? Um, just some, you know, interesting tidbits and uh, education. How you got into this? Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you about two weeks ago now. Um, yeah, so a little bit of my background is I'm from central Illinois, uh, right in the middle of the state, mostly agricultural um, in my area. Went to the University of Illinois. Um, from there, I was planning on going to law school, got a degree in history, realized that was not for me, so I went into business. Um, through a few different steps, um, here I am. I started a business with uh, my partner, Pete Mikaitis. Um, he's up in Chicago. I'm in central Illinois. And basically what we do is we hire uh, really top quality virtual assistants for people, um, predominantly from overseas in like the Philippines, and Malaysia, and places like that where they're English language skills are uh, just as good, if not better, than the typical U.S. college graduate. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of what we do. Okay, awesome. And um, what is your, and, and you can kind of share this because you and I have talked about it um, in, our, in our meeting, but what is your advice for someone? All right, here's, take me. I've got my company, Fox Social Media. It has almost quadrupled in size since January. I'm used to doing literally every single thing in the world, including my websites by myself. And I finally hit that point where help, I need help now. Um, right. what, what's your advice for somebody like me? I can't afford U.S. wages. I need part-time help immediately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's kind of a, a couple ways you can go. Um, one of the typical is something like Upwork or Fiverr where you're, you know, sifting through all of the different people on the site to find the ones that you think would be the best fit. Um, that's one, one option. Um, another option that obviously um, I'm preferential towards is virtual assistants. So it's hiring someone um, to work on your business a certain amount of hours per week. 
there's a lot of different places you can go with that. Um, we have one model. There's a few companies out there that are doing a different model. Um, but what I do recommend is that you work with someone or do a bunch of research because um, the hiring process is intense. When it's overseas and you can't see anyone, um, you really have to be careful to make sure a, they are who they say they are, and B, that the work will be up to the, I guess, quality you want in your business. Okay. And and just to give the audience some backfill on this, mm-hmm. the things that I considered were, one, an intern from a local college. But first of all, I can't get the college, which my son graduated from, by the way, um, to get back to me. I think they're probably just swamped, and I think they've just got one person in charge of it. So I don't think that's, you know, it's I don't think it's his um, but also, I am not going to be training somebody every three months or six months even. I really want someone who's going to stick with me. And as Brian and I talked about, my other issue is our law in Cal- I live in California, and we have a law called AB5. And there is a test, a three-part ABC test that goes along with that law. And basically, I fail it. So if I brought someone in to help me with my business on aspects that are a part of my business and they're not an outside contractor, I would have to make that person an employee. I absolutely cannot do that. Um, I'm just a small business. I cannot have an employee and everything that entails from paying their, their social security to paying their employment taxes to giving them vacation time, paid leave, sick days. Lord only knows what else, um, but you know, paying workman's comp, all those things that go into it would, it's not practical or realistic. Now, uh, just a warning, a lot of other states have this very similar law. So if you're looking at hiring someone, you need to check this out um, and make sure your state isn't one of them. I literally would have to hire someone from another state that doesn't have a law like this and couldn't have somebody just come into my business and work with yeah. me with me. So, um, so my thought was then the best option for me was a VA. So can you tell me a little bit more about um, what a VA does and yeah. how you find them? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a, a few different types of VAs. Um, there's kind of your typical general virtual assistant. They basically help with things like scheduling, um, work building lists, Um, All of the very tedious tasks that suck up some time in your day and you just want to get rid of them. Uh, That's one type. Uh, We have kind of a unique type of of virtual assistant. So we predominantly work with uh, like podcasters, bloggers, content creators. Um, So we hire basically for really high quality English content creation. Um, So they can write blog posts, they can do email marketing, they can do social media marketing and management. Um, And that's one type of virtual assistant where it's like the marketing sales type. There's also more, you know, technical if you want coding and all that type. Uh, We haven't done a whole lot of coding yet. Uh, We're specialized more in the audio, video, that type. Um, But there are some really good services out there for that as well. So really anything in your business that you need done, you can hire a virtual assistant for it. Usually that one person can't do all of those things. Um, How we look at ours is it's kind of like hiring an actual employee, Uh, especially nowadays in the current environment. uh, It's virtual anyways. So it's 
a pretty small um, jump from hiring someone across California uh, to hiring someone across the country. Uh, as long as their quality is good, uh, it's not all that much different. Okay. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm learning about this right now um, with all of you. So I thought this would be a great time to bring Brian on to teach us all about um, hiring VAs. And what, what does a business owner like me need to do? Okay, my first thought is I need help. What are the steps I need to take before I'm ready and set to find the right kind of a VA for me? Yeah. Um, so there's really two roads you can go with that. Um, one, you can work with a company and just have them do it. Um, the other one is, as I said, do a little bit of research, see really what you want. Um, and then you just have to start interviewing, um, dozens or hundreds of applicants, uh, for every position we hire, we've turned down two to 300 applicants. Um, so there's a lot of work there, but, um, that is something you can do. No matter which way you go, what's really important is uh, really ensuring you have the processes and systems set um, because often uh, the issues that come up with virtual assistants can be from not being super organized on our end um, and they will do what they can to fill up their hours, but it might not be what you want <laughs> unless you're really clear and have the system set. Uh, so yeah, that'd be my advice. What type of systems do you need? Like, what's the first thing you need? What do I need to, I need help, and now what do I need to do? What's the first thing I should do? Yeah. Um, so really the first thing you should do is just make a like, basically a pro-con list. Um, okay. Aspects of your business you like doing, aspects of your business you don't, the aspects you don't like doing, uh, try to find some way to get rid of those. Um, because starting a business is, is rough, it's hard, it takes a lot of time, a lot of hours. Um, so the less of the tasks that you don't enjoy, uh, the, the better you'll do, the better your motivation will do. And often those tasks, you can find someone who does enjoy those. Uh, like for example, I am not creative at all. I can't draw anything. I, I don't really know any instruments. Um, and most of our, we call them our pros, um, most of our pros are super artistic. Um, they're able to sketch out. You can send them a picture of someone's face and they'll sketch out that face. You can send it to them through creative marketing. And that's just something I could never do. Um, so that's been kind of cool. That is really cool. It's nice to see all those extra talents and stuff. Now, when you go to interview a VA, especially someone in another country like the Philippines, what types of questions do you need to ask to ensure that you're getting enough information to make a good choice? Yeah, absolutely. Um, really, there are a lot of steps. We go through about five phases of our application. Um, and each phase gets progressively more difficult um, until the last one takes them about eight to ten hours to do. Um, they get paid for that. That is part of, um, we feel that that's fair for if they're putting more than an hour or two in. Um, but yeah, asking them questions about their background is important, what types of things they've done. Seeing some of the work they've done is helpful. Uh, then references are important. Um, ask for five references, both from either college professors, bosses, or clients. And uh, between those and meeting with them through Zoom, you can get a, a pretty good view after you've done it quite a bit. 
So the next question I would have is, how do you know you can trust this person? Like, um, you know, they have to get into your social media accounts and and other accounts. And how do you know, one, you can trust them and two, they're going to do the work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that, how I'm running my business is different than a lot of virtual assistant staffing companies. Um, A lot of them are very kind of 1984, big brother-esque, where they're tracked down to the second. Uh, There's software where you can take screenshots every 10 minutes. Um, That's just not, I don't enjoy being in that type of business, so I couldn't run that type of business. Um, So really how I run it is, it's the same as trusting an employee here. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm treating them well, um, we're, we've done our due diligence with references and checking their work. Um, we see it the same as hiring someone here. If you hire someone here to manage your social media, they could torch it as well. Obviously there are safeguards. Um, you work with them for a little bit until you're comfortable and then you start having them actually post stuff. If you want them to create it and send it to you, uh, there's software like Hootsuite that helps with that. Um, But we really start at, you know, we hire kind of the best. Um, We're hiring top quality talent. And if we show respect, we believe we'll have trustworthy employees. Um, There's a lot of, a lot of not respectful ways you can work with virtual assistants and we make sure to treat them as, as individuals. And then uh, that minimizes it, I believe. I thought it was interesting too, that you said your company pays them for holidays and get, uh, buys them health insurance. Yes. Yeah. So we pay for all the Filipino national holidays, which <clears throat> was a bit of a sticker shock at first. Yeah. Uh, because they have a lot more than we do in the U.S. Um, I think they have 22 national holidays. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, we do pay for healthcare because especially now, that it's just important. Um, yeah. uh, one of our pros was talking to me and he had really bad something with, uh, he wasn't sure if it was a cold or pneumonia or what it was. <clears throat> and he, I said, well, why don't you just go to the doctor and see if you can get this fixed? He's like, well... I can't really get um, private healthcare and the national healthcare is, doesn't really work here. So I'd, I'd feel like I'd get more sick if I go there. Um, and after that conversation is when the next week, like we're just going to pay for this. Oh. <laughs> you guys to stay healthy. How, how much is their health insurance compared to ours? I mean, Oh, it's, it's negligible. Um, I mean, it's yeah. like 300, 400 bucks a year. A year. Um, a year, yeah. Wow. And that's for their top tier private healthcare. Um, wow. Yeah, so it was kind of a no-brainer. Um, I mean, it's not doesn't add all that much to what we have to our expenses, and it's it's an important thing. So if um, if an individual hired a VA and wanted to pay for their healthcare, can you can you do that, or how does it work? Can they just sign yeah. up or? Yeah, so they would sign up with one of the private um, healthcare companies and then you would just reimburse them. Um, So that's definitely something I recommend. Uh, There's a few other um, virtual assistant staffing companies that 
recommend that and talk about that and go through it in a little bit more detail. Um, but yeah, we have actually one of our pros. That's what she did at her last company was help with benefits. So we just have oh, her. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, she's the perfect one. So oh, yeah. you have a little bit of everything. You learn a yeah. lot too that way, I would think, um, mm-hmm. and really know what to look for. So if you really want to um, take care of these people and make sure um, they're, so their cost of living, how does it equate to ours? Because I know a lot of people say, oh, it's not fair to pay them $500 a month. Yeah. But yeah. the truth is $500 a month is what? A college graduate salary equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is there. Um, we pay quite a bit more than $500 a month because we are really asking for kind of the, the top 10th of 1% of talent. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we pay accordingly. Uh, yeah, to, to put it in perspective. So our hourly rate is 1175 mm-hmm. and we still are able to pay them what uh, an oil and gas engineer makes in the Philippines. Wow. And this is for creative writing and content creators. It's not something that would really be possible without us helping. Uh, so that's, yeah, it's been pretty that's gratifying. Amazing. So when you say like an oil and gas engineer, could, could that person afford to buy a home? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, they'd be able to afford to buy a home. Um, uh, it would, it technically our, uh, our pay, pay scale puts them in the top income bracket in the Philippines. Um, wow. so it, uh, has been good for everyone. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I know there's one other thing I want to address too that I know people listening to this might think is one, you know, my two concerns are always taking good care of a person like you, like you do with your company and, you know, not taking jobs away from Americans. Yeah. Um, that was made pretty, e- not easy. It's never easy, but um, you know, with this crazy law that, that I understand, but I don't think it's been tailored properly when right. it hits a tiny business like me, it actually forces me to do this. But one of the other things I heard someone else talk about was that if you can grow your business by using staff overseas, it, when you're tiny and can't afford mm-hmm. and, and as you grow, then you can create positions back home. Um, right. This allows you to grow in the beginning so that you can create jobs back home down right. the road. So it's kind of a win-win for everyone. You're helping good people in another country and building up so that you can help people in, in the United States as well as your business grows. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's basically how we see it is the average small business, like you said, really can't afford to hire someone locally for 10 to 20 or even 30 hours a week it often just doesn't make sense with us you're able to scale up so if you need 10 hours a week to begin with that's where you start and then if in nine months you need 15 we go to 15 in another nine months if you need 25 we'll go there so it's uh, a, a way to scale up your staff that is not as doable if you're using local local talent um we're able to find really well to put it in perspective we we've tested our pros against some of the top journalism schools in the u.s um, number one actually and our pros came out on top they, they wrote better content um, <laughs> so you're not sacrificing quality um, you're just able to like you said, grow a little bit more effectively. 
One of the things that appealed to me, and I've been doing a ton of research on this, is that um, I don't want to retrain someone 800 times. I don't want to do it. That's what I dread because that creates more work on top of the work I already have to do, and I, I don't want to do it. So I would love to find someone amazing that would stay with me and grow with me. And um, and I think one of the things I was reading was that the the particular people in the Philippines that choose to be VAs, they're looking to, you know, create this income. They don't want to be an entrepreneur. They don't want to take the risk. They don't want to deal with any of that. So this is the job that they really want to be doing. And I understand that as a stay-at-home mom, when I had my daughter, my first job I made, um, and I'm a college graduate. I worked, I left my job working as an executive assistant for a U.S. senator on Capitol Hill. And the first thing I ended up doing was sticking labels on postcards, 10,000 at a time. I actually went to my um, dad and said, called him and said, dad, you paid for college for me for four years. And I am literally sticking labels on postcards. Um, <laughs> this is obviously I'm older. So this is back when you were still doing direct mail marketing. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I understand. And, and you know what? I was so happy for that job because my goal was to stay home with my child. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I totally get that. I get that an educated person, this is perfect for them. It doesn't tax their brain too much. It, you know, it, it provides... You know, this is more, I think, interesting and than obviously what I was doing, but it gives them something that's not going to drive them crazy and stress them out and provides that income. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, how we kind of run our business is we don't say they have to work these hours particularly. Um, we just ask that they work with their client and see what's best for their client. Uh, so how all of our pros kind of look at it is they're getting the benefit of being a freelancer because um, their hours are completely flexible, but they're getting a steady paycheck. Um, a lot of them are living with um, either parents or grandparents mm -hmm. to help take care of them. And it's a way that they don't have to go out and maybe expose them to any illnesses right now. Right. Uh, they can still get a really good income. Um, so it's been, yeah, it's been super gratifying. And no commuting costs, no food, right. you know, no special clothing. It's pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's been it's been a fun journey. Can you and and I know you guys are relatively new. You're not new to the business, but you're new to this particular company. Is is, right. is on the newer side. Right. But do you have any success stories that you can tell? Like, can you tell me a story about? Um, you know, somebody came to you like me who was going crazy, and the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ooh, let me think of which one to do. Uh, I think one of my favorites is a person I met through an online um, uh, community called Smart Passive Income Pro. Um, and she reached out and said, hey, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to need a virtual assistant, but I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. They need to be uh, really high quality because she, she was working for clients, uh, like professional athlete clients. Um, and she was slumped. She was working probably 60 or 70 hour weeks. It was, it was brutal. And I was able to match her up with a guy who has been perfect um, for their business. Uh, he was initially only supposed to be doing uh, content creation. So social right. media posts, uh, writing articles. 
it turned into, um, he's actually a movie uh, editor is his background. And he turned into creating doodle videos for him, doing graphic design. Uh, we helped her basically do the back end for a membership site in, uh, for about a week and a half. Uh, and that has been really amazing to see the growth because um, we were hired for this one thing that was very basic uh, skill. But how we explain it is anything you can train them to do, they can learn. Um, so he's just grown with the role. Um, I think building a membership site was uh, definitely near the pinnacle of what we can do. That's kind of pushing it, but we got it done. <laughs> is it on Kajabi? Uh, no, it's on Circle. On Circle. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what? That is, you just described me absolutely 100%. Every single thing you just said, I'm thinking, I want that too and that too. My membership <laughs> site is set up already and it's on Kajabi, oh, but, um, uh -huh. but identical. I, I, can I have a clone of him, please? <laughs> if I could clone 100 of him? Oh, man, that would be fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to send him out to go find more of him. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is so cool. I just love to hear stories like that where it benefits everyone all the way around. Yeah. So, um, you know, can you tell everybody where they can find you or where they can reach out to you if they need help? And I know, yeah. um, guys, Brian's super, super helpful in just educating you too. He's not, um, I guess his term is sales, but he's not your typical <laughs> sales guy. He's really um, of the mindset of, you know, you help people and the right people will come and, and use your service. So, um, yeah, if you want to tell everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can reach me at awesomepros.co. Um, we liked that because it rhymes a little bit. Um, so basically on there, any of the contact forms, uh, you can reach me um, just at brian at awesomepros.co. You can email me. Um, other than that, uh, those are probably the two best ways. Uh, if you want to reach me on LinkedIn, um, you can reach me there as well. Uh, yeah, I'd love to help with any questions. Um, as Jill knows, uh, even if you want help with another company, uh, I'll, I'll help you with that too if they're the good fit. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I had a great call with Brian. I learned a lot, and um, I'll put all those links in the description show notes so that everyone can find you easily. And yeah. thank you so much for being here today. This was a really great conversation, and um, I think that you're really going to help people learn to understand the VA world a little better like you helped me to understand it. So thanks again. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining Brian and I today. And I hope this was as helpful for you as it was for me, um, just newly starting to grow my business. And um, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments below or feel free to send Brian uh, an email. He's very helpful and very honest too. He'll tell you what the right direction is for your business. So um, thank you so much again for joining us. If you like this episode and you need more information, on how to market and grow your small business, make sure you subscribe and I'll see you again the next episode.